This episode of We Want to Talk About It Now is brought to you by Squarespace.com. And guess what? Squarespace.com is now an official full-time advertiser for We Want to Talk About It Now. You're looking to make a cool website? You're looking to get people to know more about your brand? Squarespace has never made it more easy for users to create the best website to show off all the cool stuff they're doing. Check them out at squarespace.com. Because we don't care. We want to talk about it now. So there's still two days left of the month. So it's kind of awkward to be doing this, but it's almost a review of June. Never before has it made more sense for this podcast to do a review of an entire month than the month of June 2020. Kind of funny. Because Katie had mentioned like that she wanted to talk about Pride. And I was like, the irony being, no one cared about Pride this month. <laughs> um, because of all the other stuff that was going Like I saw more people talking about statues this month. I saw more people talking about statues and masks. I already know what the title's going to be. Statues, masks, and pride. And when I say pride, I don't even mean pride as in the celebration of the LGBTQ community. Wait, is that, am I allowed to say that? I'm not allowed to say the gay community, right? So the LGBTQ community, if they're a community, I think, I think there's like infighting between all of them. So it always just makes me interested. Like it's weird being an outsider of every single one of the groups. And so it's just like, oh, so you're all kind of the same when in reality they're, they're all fighting. They're all, they're all fighting for a very similar thing, but doing it in a different, anyways. But like the pride of people not wanting to, one, not wanting to wear masks, and then the pride of people not wanting to take down statues that were put up in the 1920s to the 1960s, to the 1970s, really. It's just been very, very, it's been a very interesting month. And, you know, I need to stop caveating things. It has, but it has been, like, I don't know. I don't know, like, because I just want, I have, like, no hate in my heart. And I know that a lot of people are like, well, you have some subtle, you have some subtle hate, Alex. We all do. Like, no offense. We all have some subtle hate in our hearts. And, and I, I want to make sure I know where all of my subtleties lie so that I'm continuously becoming a better person as opposed to just not demonstrating myself at full capacity. Alex, this is your full capacity. How depressing. But... I don't like I don't, I just don't know what to do anymore. Like this entire month was completely ridiculous. The amount of Facebook Alex just don't fight the wars. The amount of Facebook fights I got in over statues, having to correct someone when they're like, "Well, you know what? The Jews wanted to keep Auschwitz." I mean, like, "Whoa, whoa, 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 whoa." Let's if we're going to be comparing things, let's make sure it's apples to apples. How how things went about like so a building was created, but that's not that's not even the thing. Like no one is saying, let's tear down all these. I'm sure there are some people. Most people are not saying, let's tear down all of these slave plantation homes. Most people are not saying, let's destroy all of the fields where slavery happened. What we're saying is, let's take down this statue of Hitler. Sorry. Let's take down the statue of Stalin. Sorry, once again. Let's take down the statue of Robert E. Lee. <laughs> Like, that's what, that's what they're saying. Like, if you want to make it apples to apples, I just did it right there for you. It's as if if you left up a statue of Hitler, if you left up a statue of, a statue of or, or, or some of their, their cronies, if you leave up, um, I was going to say Heisenberg, but that's, <laughs> that's separate. Um, who's the doctor? I wish I knew all these names. 
anyways, like that's, that's all that people are asking for. I don't know. I just don't understand rationality. And I know that like Facebook isn't the best place to like pick a fight, especially cause you don't know people. And so that's like been the hard part is like, I want to give everyone some credit. I want to be kind of kind to everyone and make it seem kind of fair. I'm not attacking them. I don't know. Yeah. With, uh, everything else that's going on, um, it was just hard to like, I don't know, make sense of all of it. <laughs> and you hear like new stories coming out with new things and it's like just tons of craziness that's going on right now. Then I see peacemakers roll in to try to like stop these altercations that are happening and the peacemakers get destroyed by both sides because they, the, the peacemakers are not woke enough or they are not conservative enough in their beliefs trying to find some sort of common ground that we can all agree on. But nobody has, nobody has been able to help. And I don't really even know what the answer is, man. Well, for me, anytime I got like onto social media and I would read, um, a new story of somebody that was mistreated because of the color of their skin. I literally cried like probably three to four times because I heard such terrible stories happening to people. And it's just like a weird place right now where social media is how we're trying to solve this. I know that we talked about other issues or other ways to solve this issue too, but just way more stuff about Black Lives Matter than the LGBTQ plus community. But I've heard that a lot of um, people that do associate in that community um, or find themselves in that community say like they don't mind they're they'd rather have people um not killed because of the color of their skin than celebrate their pride you know yeah which honorable valid yeah because i know they were looking for alex skinner's validation (laughs) i wonder what alex skinner thinks about how how we're handling all of this i don't know it's just so silly yeah it really is here's like I don't know. It's just a weird time. <laughs> I, I, I'm having a problem like collecting my thoughts. Oh, no, me too. Because I have so many of them. And so it's just like there's going to be a lot of dead air on this one. So if you're listening at 1.3 speed, 1.5 or 2 speed, sorry for that half a second of silence that you hear. Because it's... But I get it, man. Like I, I've been trying to be more introspective. And I, I hate that sometimes I feel like I come across like I am... I say this on every podcast, like I think that my way of thinking is the right way. For me, my way of thinking is the right way. For you, your way of thinking is the right way. Every single person, their way is their way. And I've just, just with all like the hard conversations that I've had over this last year, then also just conversations that aren't hard, I will find that I have a conversation with somebody where I'm like, I 95% agree with you, but I'm not going to waste my time trying to correct that 5%. And I'm I'm not referring to it when it comes to race. It'll just be like any types of conversation where we're talking about people, how they act, decisions that they make. And 95% of what that person says about how this other person is acting to go, yeah, that's valid. And then there's this 5% where I'm like, yeah, but are we being a little too hard on them? Which I know is the irony because once again, for some reason, people think I'm a a douchebag when in reality, it's just all of these things. That's... mm, that's, that's like what we're seeing right now. Everyone has had all of these feelings that they've just 
kept inside or have only decided to talk about to a select group of people and not the person who it impacts the most. So we, we once again, Joe Rogan says this a lot and I get it because I'm the same way, like talking shit on people's fun, like talking bad about people and their life decisions and choices that they make is a fun thing to do because you feel better about it. You and that person that are having that conversation are having a shared experience, which is great. So you're building your relationship on this rock. But I, I go back to, if you have a problem with somebody, you need to talk to them about it. Or at some point, it's going to boil over. And at some point, it's going to explode. And what we are seeing right now is a boiling over and an explosion of all of this pent-up rage and anger about certain issues. And I'm not even talking about Black Lives Matter, so I don't want it to come across that way. I just mean everything. Everyone is just pissed off and angry, which I think humans have been pissed off and angry for all of human history. Because essentially, we're all just trying to live the best lives that we can and try to have if not a better life than our neighbor, a similar or equal one to them. And it just creates all of the, all of this distrust. And then also these fractions among, among people. And I know that a lot of the things that I decide to talk about or decide to like confront people on, which maybe that's not the right word, but the things I like to confront people on, like, this isn't really that big of a deal. If it's not a big deal, then why is it that every single time I talk to everybody else about you, they seem to bring it up but never want to talk to you about it personally? And I've always been this person. I have to... I, there's no way. There is no way that I am a perfect person. I can tell. Like, once again, this is going to sound so cheesy, whatever. I can tell when people are pissed off at me because, oh, wow, I can see all of the likes. Like, this sounds so petty. I see all the likes that you're giving, and I see that you're not giving any to me. Okay, so you're cool with that person. By the way, that person who talks shit about you, just so you know, like I'm not getting specific, but just because they decided not to have that conversation with you about the things that they dislike and have always disliked and will continue to dislike, for some reason you're happier with them. And I know what, I know what it is, and I don't want to sound like I'm the high road or the, the person here, but the all wise, all knowing, but it's because we really, ignorance really is bliss. Like not knowing something allows you to have a better relationship with people. And for the most part, until that blow over moment happens when someone gets so pissed off at what you did. And I'm sick and tired of hearing this and I'm not going to continue to do it. Like just, just let it go. Like you just got to let it go. No issues need to be confronted no matter how small. And people probably disagree with that. But if that weren't the case, we're doing something wrong. Like, don't get me wrong. Like, we're living in the best time ever, as we've always been. We've always lived in the best time ever. But the way that we communicate with each other is, is super inefficient to the point that people refuse to wear masks just because somebody told them to. Yeah. That's what it comes down to. Like, that's how prideful... And I'm sure that's how prideful I seem to people. Like, it would be funny if someone was just like, hey, can you take down this episode? I'd be like, no. I'm not, I'm not going to like, I understand that I have that similar pride too. So I, I get it. Like I understand I can empathize with those people who are like, no, I'm not going to wear the mask. Do I think that they're making a horrible decision? Absolutely. Like let's help everybody out. But I get why they're making that decision. I don't know. And then the, and then what we do, uh, even those people who are like pro people wearing masks, then we just find those little things to critique of other people. 
Like, oh my gosh, look at this person wearing their mask in their car. How stupid. At least they're wearing their fucking mask. And you know that they're going to be wearing it somewhere else. Like, what? And, and, and it's so, so like, comedy can no longer exist. No, it's just not that funny of a joke. Like, it's not that funny. Like, there, there are ways of making that joke a funny joke, but when people just post the picture of someone wearing their thing in the mask, their mask in the car, and they're just like, you're wearing your mask in your car, that's dumb. That's not funny. Now, when someone does the condom joke, where they're like, make the equivalency, but what's funny is the condom part of the joke. It's, not the, it's no longer the mask part. It's the, the observation and comparing it to something else. And obviously, humor is relative anyways. Some people find me funny. Other people don't. Some people like swearing. Some people don't. Some people think that it's lazy. You know what I mean? Yeah. Something mm. that's interesting about this weird time that we're in. Um, I feel like at the beginning of like quarantine or stay at home orders and all that in coronavirus, there were like tons of funny memes that people were using to like kind of lighten the this really difficult, weird time. Um, but then all of a sudden, like when the Black Lives Matter movement came along and Pride Month, there was like no more new funny jokes because people were like don't think that that's like an okay thing to joke about. Wait, which... jokes about so jokes about coronavirus and now we're, it's not okay to joke about Black Lives Matter and Pride yeah. or just jokes yeah. in general. Those two. Well, and I've seen like the coronavirus memes just like subside, like just kind of stop. I've seen every. I've been seeing a lot of things subside, oh. except for once again stupid masks and statues. For the most part. Yeah. Like, I'm not seeing as much about Black Lives Matter anymore. Still seeing a little bit, which is great. Like, it's it's lasting longer than it normally does. Yeah. And we're still talking about it, which is a good thing. It's all cyclical. Nothing's changed. And and some people are going to be like, that's not true. What I just said, it's not true. There have been changes. There have been good changes that have ma- been made. But, like, I'm just baffled that police are still killing black, <laughs> still killing black people. Yeah. Like during, like during this time, the one time where it's like, all right, maybe we should, maybe let's pull the mace out on this one as opposed to pulling our guns. <laughs> maybe that, let's get a taser. Let's get a taser in this situation just in case. I, I, like the or fact like, that I have no police training and my first thought is like, so if faced with a situation, what would I do? I just won't draw my gun. I will draw a taser instead. And I'm sure all the people who know tons and tons about tasers are going to reach out to me like, well, you know, 1% of people I get tased with uh, guns end up dying well it seems like a hundred percent of people who get shot with a police gun die so i'll i'll play the odds on that one yeah um you made a point yesterday about why can't they just use like tranquilizers why can't they just use some like a sedative oh like having sedative bullets as a yeah yeah i've I, i was thinking like cost but then i go what's the worth What's the worth of souls? Like, what's the worth of a human life? Um, well, yeah. Then you, yeah. <laughs> $10 million, apparently. Yeah. I should probably add context to that. That's like a, a vote or a poll that Katie saw online. Or it's about it was like on a different podcast, yeah. That people were willing to spend $10 million to stay alive, like to pay for cancer treatment, MS, things like that. But once they go over the $10 million mark, it's more likely that they aren't going to try to keep themselves alive. Yeah. So sad. I mean, and that's all relative. I understand. Because if the person is like in really bad shape, that $10 million that goes towards health care might not even work. And so then they're $10 million into debt. But 
man. I think, I mean. How have you been feeling, though? Like with everything that's going on? Yeah. Just like in general, just life in general, not everything going Well, yeah, everything going on because that is life. <laughs> I'm good. Yeah. I mean, there's some days that are harder than others, but what about you? Pretty good. Like, I don't know. Like, I think the biggest worry that I had at the start of all of this was just being approved for our loan. Yeah. Hopefully the loan officer doesn't listen to this, but like as long as we, like as long as we get approved in time and we have the pay stubs that we can show off to get our home loan approved, we have plenty of savings that our house would be at, like we'd be able to make our house payments for a significant amount of time. I just, the, the thing I was, I think I was most worried about when I was getting like super depressed back in like April and May was just creating this baby that goes to somebody else, like giving, I know it's not false equivalency, yeah, but it's like you're giving up, be, yeah. building this house and then thankfully, well, we know where it is for the rest of eternity, but like, oh, and then we gave it to this nice white family, <laughs> <laughs> gave it to this nice white family to take care of instead of us. Yeah. That's what I was most but but the thing is like looking back at the last three months i feel like we've had it really easy thankfully like yeah compared we to haven't gotten sick we haven't lost our jobs and i think the only thing that we've struggled with is like mental health issues but i mean i think that that was manageable compared to everything else like we don't have to deal with super major things which i mean it's great I just feel bad for people that don't get to experience this kind of easygoing quarantine life. Like we're still working from home after three months and we don't have to deal with the people and the scare of like getting exposed to it every day. Um, And so, yeah, like I I can't complain. Like, yeah, sometimes it sucks. I've been gaining weight. (laughs) but, but, (laughs) but, But I would just to push back, then who can complain? Like, see, that's what's weird. Like, I go back to... That's why I wanted to do the podcast on relative suffering, but it just didn't seem appropriate a month ago when we had Eric on because just everything was so heightened at that time. Mm -hmm. But I really mean this. And anyone who who disagrees with me, I want to make sure that I explain it crystal clearly for you what I mean by this. Like, just because somebody seems to you to have better privilege than you do, and this can go for white people too, like, there are plenty of people who have more privilege than I do. They, that they, ha- they have parents who can afford to buy stuff for their kids, who can afford to pay their down payment for their home. Like I, There are people like that. We're, we're, we don't fall into that camp. But all of that being said, relative is su- or suffering is relative, 100%. Mm-hmm. So somebody might be super upset and having relatively, like when you see it, not as worse of a day as somebody else, but for their life, it's the worst day that they've ever had. And it seems like the world is ending. And I don't know who becomes the arbiter of who gets to suffer and who like, and who doesn't like who, who, who's deciding who's suffering more than another person. But I'm the kind of, yeah, I, I completely understand. I completely get that. But I'm the kind of person that if I start to feel sorry for myself, then I just feel worse because then I feel like, I don't, I, I shouldn't feel this way because I have nothing to complain about compared to other people. Compared to, but who are the other people? Like compared to Jeff Bezos? Like, you know. No, like, no, I mean like people that are going through really, really hard times. So like, like people who have cancer, 
people yes. who have like debilitating children diseases. who are starving people getting abused yeah people dying yeah <laughs> or losing a loved one so so in a sense your empathy actually makes your suffering worse when you're suffering because yeah. what you do is you start to think about all these other terrible horrible things going on in the world and then I feel, that make you feel yeah. worse so in a sense other people's suffering is making you suffer too that's not helping. Put it on them. Be sure, be sure to start tweet at them. Be like, hey, if you could, if you could stop, if you could stop suffering, so I don't have to suffer as much. I know that's not what you're saying, but it's just so interesting how we all work, and we all think we're right. Like I know that I am. I think I'm loosening up on this a little bit. Like I'm trying to be more open-minded and thoughtful with what somebody might be going through. And it's hard to explain fully on this podcast without trying to hurt, like hurt those feelings or de-anonymize them. But thinking about how, I don't even know. I, I, I don't think I can explain it without people kind of knowing who I'm talking, the people that I'm talking about. But I just, I, I can't, I'll never be able to empathize. Anyone who says they can empathize is a liar. Because in order to truly empathize, and I know if you look up the Webster Dictionary type of empathy, that it's just meaning being able to understand someone's feelings. Unless you stand in somebody's shoes and actually like swap lives with them, you have no, and not even just that, You not only do you have to swap lives with them, you have to swap lives with them where you're almost like an omniscient being above them and watching them live and knowing everything that's going on in their head. Because if you swap with them and you live your their life, with all of the things that you have already learned in your past life, it's not going to be, it's not going to be comparable. Like you have to just be like God, like know their thoughts, no, and then see all their actions. I don't think that's true. I think you can empathize with somebody if you've experienced something similar to them. I think, I think you can sympathize. Like, and I know that we're just arguing semantics right here. That's really all. Like, I think we agree. Like, because for I actually no, because I disagree with that. Someone you don't have the life experience before that event that happened for that person that happened. you can still empathize or yeah you can still empathize with that event in their life not necessarily their entire life I but still like, disagree okay but the but the reason that I disagree is because so like let's let's use like rape no just kidding choose <laughs> a choose something less serious than that having having your bike stolen let's say like having your bike stolen so Katie has had her bike stolen someone else who has had their bike stolen. Without knowing knowing who that other person is and all of the things that they've had go on in their life leading up to that point, it is hard for me to to know like to to empathize. Or I think it would be hard for you to empathize with them. So like let's say, for example, super, super affluent person has lots and lots of bikes and loses their bike compared to you. Like I like even you would like to see that and be like, No, you can't empathize with my situation, getting your one bike out of forty bikes stolen. Like you know what I mean? Yeah, that makes sense. Like it would have to be, and that's, I'm, I'm going super aggressive, hyperbolic with that because like, oh, way to go. You created the straw man to defeat my argument. But what I mean, is, even if like you had almost everything the same as someone's life, but just one little difference in their life happens, like you still wouldn't be able to empathize with that moment. Although I am starting to come around that maybe you could, I don't know, man. I feel bad for people. Like I, I just try to think of, and maybe it just means that I'm a sociopath who can't empathize with people. But like I feel sorry for people a lot, but I, I don't know. 
I wonder if maybe people empathize take, with me because no one we, knows my life and what I've gone through. Maybe you should take a sociopath test online to I see if you killed anyone yet. So that's good. I'm a high functioning sociopath. Yeah. Just like Get Sherlock Holmes, out. except for he's way <laughs> smarter than me. Way smarter than I. But like, that is kind of funny. No one. Is, I wonder if people do try to empathize with me. Or if because I come across so aggressive and brash that they just assume I'm a dick. Like, you don't fucking know me. Not you, you don't like, know me. You don't know. <laughs> oh, we can't do that anymore. Um, oh, sorry. It's from a show. I was just quoting it. Well, I mean, it's a, it's a black character that says it, so I don't know if we can do that. It's like um, an honest thing. I'm not even trying to make a joke right now. <laughs> that's like, well, that's hell. Uh, like and once again it goes back to oh poor white boy having to know if he can do a cartoon who's voiced by a white person or not what what if that person is voiced by a white person who's doing a black person yeah i don't know man things are uh like i'm i'm cool either way like that's what's weird like and and then it goes back kind of like to that initial point like we were talking about it's just like okay like i think that's yeah we i can agree on that but at the same time i'm not mad if somebody does, if they are white and they voice a black character, if they don't want to voice that black character anymore, that's totally fine. But then there are people who, who are listening to this going like, nope, Alex, that's racist. Yeah, I don't know what the stance is on that or what my, like, I don't know, I guess if it's like not in a disrespectful way, like in, yeah, I don't know. <laughs> Just a lot of I don't knows in this podcast, sorry. Don't really know what we're well, and I, I also wonder if we're going to get to a point where, and this isn't me complaining, where people can't do whiteface anymore. Like if eventually like 50, 70 years from now when the, actually like, let's be realistic, thousands of years from now when the, <laughs> when the, when the tables have finally turned on the white man, if like eventually be like, hey, come on guys, let's stop doing whiteface and making, and stop doing like really funny accents and wearing khakis and all of that stuff. Once again, I find that stuff hilarious. Yeah, me too. And I don't find it racist at all. But I think part of the problem is that even if somebody is doing it in a non-racist way, it still alludes to a time when people were significantly disenfranchised. Um, and so in the 1920s, 1930s, where they start doing movies and like they just cover your face in black shoe polish so that you can play a black character and like instead of giving that role to a black person, it so- still speaks to that. So there was an author who I can't let me let me look it up because I don't know what year it was written. Nineteen sixty nine. She um the book is Soul Sister. She decided to put herself in the shoes of um I don't know if it was like a slave or like a the help kind of thing. To see what it would be like to be black. So this lady took this medication that made her skin absorb more sunlight. So she looked a lot darker and peop- and like wore a wig and everything. So people thought she was black, even though she was white. And she was just doing this to get ex- like get experience so that she could Wait, was this like a few years ago? No, this was in... Uh, oh, the 69. Yeah. And because um, there's a chick that was like head of the NAACP chapter somewhere in the United States who was like 100% white, but tried anyways, keep going. <laughs> and she thought that she was doing 
them a favor because she was trying to write a book for white people to kind of like get white people to understand what black people go through but from a white person's perspective and so um at the time people didn't know what she was doing until the book came out and people were like what the heck you can't do this like even back then they're like this isn't gonna help us like like you were saying earlier, you can't really empathize with somebody unless you lived their entire life before and then put yourself in their shoes. Because, like, people are like, yeah, you lived in our shoes for two oh, days. God. Like, that's not, that has nothing to do with, like, what we live on a daily basis kind of thing. And um, I don't know, it was just interesting to read or, like, hear about it just because I'm like, what the heck? Like, if someone did that now, that would be absolutely insane. But she thought she was doing them a favor. And then, like, the white community thought she was, like, a hero for trying to do it. And then the black community was like, heck no. <laughs> Man. It's, what's funny, when you were saying that, I was like, well, you know, unless there's, like, the universally accepted rules that we've all agreed upon when it comes to race that you can't do, such as saying the N-word. And then I was like, we're not it. We haven't even universally agreed upon that. Yeah. Like, it's it's... It's so hard when there, uh, hard's the wrong word, complicated when there are so many different varying opinions and views and on the specifics of things. So complicated. Like, and once again, I know that, anyway, like, so hard for you. And just like, I'm sorry that I'm trying to figure out how to make this world a better place. Like, I'm sorry that that's what I'm, I, I'm thinking so much about this and getting tired from thinking about it. And I'm not getting, not in the, the normal sense of the word, getting tired. I feel like when like, oh, I'm tired of this. Like, oh, you're bored of this subject. No, like I'm literally physically tired and emotionally drained from trying to figure this out. So I just need to take a little descansito and then I'm just going to get back, get back to it. Uh, and, and I'm not going to, I might pause thinking about it, but I'm not going to stop thinking about it. I'll hit pause, then I'll hit play, start thinking about it again. Yeah. Pause, hit play. Well, it turns fun. out like I'm, so... I'm half Salvadorian and apparently I've been using incorrect language to describe like El Salvadorians. Well, not El Salvadorians, but like since I'm a minority in the United States, that's actually not supposed to be used. You're not supposed to use minority anymore. It's supposed to be um, people of color unless you know their specific um, race, then you sh you should specify their race like this is what i've learned over the last month or so because like all these posts that people are posting so i'm like i don't even know how to address like my ethnicity and race like You're when wrong. i the, yeah i don't even know how to talk about it because apparently i'm using the, the wrong language and i don't know what's right because i'm one side says this the other side says this even though i'm not saying like negative things like I don't know. It's weird. You know what I'm talking about, though? Like, I think I just showed you when I saw the post. I'm like, apparently I'm saying this wrong, and I did not know that I was. Yeah. But it's like, is it wrong if I'm saying it, and I am from that community? You know what I mean? Like, I feel like I'm a minority in Utah. I'm talking about myself. So, like, for example. So, like, I'm talking about myself. If you call, so. if you call darker-skinned El Salvadorians morenitas or... Oh. Or compare, like, you know, like dark, yeah. like that's essentially, I hope this has not come across racist and I might have this wrong, but in Mexico, they will refer, 
refer to darker skinned people as morenitas and then um to lighter skinned people like they'd call me like the gueros those gueros those gueros están entrando um which literally like i'm pretty sure just means darky like like that's what it means yeah well, i don't know like you, even i said stuff say stuff all the time like <laughs> this might sound really bad and maybe it's because they're racist and i just like accepted it because i was like oh well if people in mexico are saying it well then it's okay to say but maybe they need to reconsider how they're yeah. talking about things too i don't know like once again i go back to like who's the arbiter of this who's the person it would be so nice if maybe there was a person who allegedly has omniscience and can help people out with conversations like this to let us know exactly what we should or shouldn't be doing. That would be nice. It would be nice to have someone like that. Yeah. If someone like that could exist even. I People even like probably think joke. I'm referring to God. I'm not referring to God. <laughs> I even joke about to. it and like just around you though. Like I'll say stuff or I'll call myself racist she's names. Work, she's working out her tight five for uh <laughs> racial epitaphs making like, sure that i can say i'm saying the right things like i think we used to joke like oh yeah i'm just i'm your concubine or mistress or something this was a while like a long time ago i have no idea like this this face is not keep keep talking like i, I maybe i'll remember it doesn't sound familiar at all just because i didn't look like your girlfriend i don't know <laughs> is that really something i did yeah it's inherently racist um Anyways, I'll just stop there. But I really I've never that. been. I've never been I have offended never, by. I've never said that. I have called you a Mexican before. I don't think I've ever said because you are El Salvadorian that you are my. That you're my concubine or my. I'm sure other people have made that joke. Oh, okay, I maybe joke. I don't know. Maybe there was somebody else that joked about well, that. Again, I can. I, I do for sure know that I've called you Mexican before, which she's not. Um. But anyways, like. I guess I'm comfortable with like sketchy nicknames or just like joking about things, even if it's there's like this borderline racist. But I don't take it as racism. Like, well, for so we've example, talked about no, a good example. Did we already bring this up? One of my friends. Oh, sorry, I shouldn't say that. Someone we know <laughs> will start just speaking to you in Spanish. Even oh. though you kind of don't like speak Spanish that much. And it's like, it's a joke. And like, we laugh about it. But I'm just like, are these the type of jokes we can't make anymore? Yeah. Because obviously, well, like, you speak English thing is way like, better. I'm fine with these jokes. As long as it's from somebody that I know is joking, for one. And two, that I'm close with. If somebody that I didn't know well said something like that. Like, You're perpetuating the problem, Katie. I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. But that's what people will say. Maybe, maybe I'm in the wrong then by letting these things happen. <laughs> no, see, like, that's what I don't, like, Neil Brennan, and I hate, I hate that I have to do a fucking, like, I hate that it has to be like, all right, I need to make sure that I'm including at least one person of color in this example, so that's how I can prove my point. Because I'm sick and tired of seeing all these things, this stupid videos of, like, Morgan Freeman not saying what you think he is saying to be used by white people to be like, see, but well, it's not a problem. Morgan Freeman doesn't care about it. It's not what he's saying. That is not. I wish Morgan Freeman, speaking of omniscient gods, I wish Morgan Freeman would come out and like disavow that thing. Like, you guys are using it wrong. You guys are using what I said on that news show wrong. Anyways, I forget what I was going to say. Oh, Neil Brennan and Dave Chappelle. Like, Neil Brennan, 
helps write sketches that include black people in them on the Chappelle show that we don't know which ones it could have been written by Dave Chappelle could have been written by Neil Brennan and we laugh at them yeah Our, and because Dave Chappelle said it was okay that Neil Brennan does this that makes it okay because someone with enough status is giving like the approval for it to happen like that's not how it should be what you're describing right there is uh, is essentially like social capitalism where we allow people who have a lot of social equity or let's say money make the decisions that impact our world that does not seem to work there needs to be universal rules for everybody so stop giving tax breaks to all of these super rich people because they're going to reinvest when they actually don't end up doing that stop giving white people the okay to do these things if they're not really okay to do it because it can get confusing. Like, oh, why is it okay for Neil Brennan to do it, but Alex Skinner can't do it? Well, Neil Brennan's actually funny. There was a time when people did not think Neil Brennan was funny, and eventually he got there, and he was making those types of jokes. Mm-hmm. So that's where the frustration comes from. So there's this weird, and like sometimes, like, I don't know, you can go. Someone has even said it to you before. You said something that could have been taken like as a racist. It was just like a joke. Like you were completely joking and you said a joke, and that person said, you can't say that. And then you said, well, this comedian says stuff like this all the time. And she was like, well, guess what? You can't say that because you mean it because you're not getting paid for it. Yeah, I remember that. And so it's like, at what point is it okay to say stuff like that? (laughs) Yeah, I was, I don't agree with that. But it's like, at what point is it okay for someone to make jokes like that and when it's it not okay. Like, what about all of the stand-up comedians that are on Netflix? Are they going to take all of the, the borderline racist ones down? And what's funny is, like, a- anyone listening to that knows how stupid of a logical point that is that person made against me. Well, since that person is making money, they can make those jokes. Just so you know, this person is, like, on the front lines right now with the Black Lives Matter movement. Like, she... They... <laughs> They are one of those types of people, like, going super, super hardcore on it. And I'm concerned because if that is the logical argument you're going to make, I don't know if I should be following your advice on anything. If, you're advi- if, you, if you tell me, like, you can't make that joke because you don't get paid to make that joke, yeah, I, we can't have a conversation. And that's what we're running into. Well, and I am okay with people calling, like, so, for example, if I say something that's not okay with the person like I would want them to call me out and say like hey that made me uncomfortable but not for the reasoning that they brought up like it should have been something like I'm just not comfortable with that like that would have been a better excuse rather than you can't make that because you're not getting paid for it yeah and maybe that's what they wanted to say but they didn't feel like that because because I don't like it is kind of a seems like a bad argument but not anymore there's like this popular marketing thing the medium is the message. I'm sure anyone who's ever taken a marketing 101 class, I'm starting to believe that is not true at all. Unless we are referring to the individual receiver of it. A message is 100% dependent on who is receiving it. Yes, the medium which it is shown off in is quite important <laughs> to, to the impact of how that person will take that message. But we, we've we've gotten so granular now with with our ability to communicate with different people that it really is on a person by person basis. 
and I'm okay with it. It's just, and once again, as a white person, white straight male, I know how easy my life is. All right, my pronoun is he. But at the same time, if you changed my pronoun to she now as a 30-year-old, I wouldn't care either. Like if you wanted to like be a dick to me because I'm a dick to other people and that's how you wanted to do it, I wouldn't care. But like, okay, cool, fun. Looks like we're not gonna hang out and talk anymore. Like as simple as that. <laughs> because it's it's just now every single person gets to have all of these all of their rules how they want to communicate with you. Every single person has to have their laundry list of 15 to 40 different things of how you need to treat them. And I was like, okay, like, Alex, be nice. Like, be nice and, like, do that for people. Okay, I will. But be easy on me when I make mistakes because, I, it's you know, it's going to be hard to remember these 50 different people that I associate with and I see you once a year to remember, like, oh, yeah, that's right. I need to say they. It's not intentional. Yeah. It's just humans. Oh, and that's the frustrating thing, like, I, there are some things I disagreed with uh, from an ideology, uh, ideological standpoint that Brett Weinstein talked about on the Joe Rogan podcast. But the, the simple fact that there are di- like scientifically, there are differences. <laughs> like there are differences. It's unfortunate that that's how the world is. There's it's the reason that we have white tigers and orange tigers. <laughs> like there are there are there are different genetic traits that were needed in given regions. Or that were needed based on, yeah, just based on the habitat that they're in that had people uh, experience evolution and changes. And when I say people, I mean animals. Like, And the same is for people. We're just another form of animal. For some reason, we can't fully understand that. Like, Because we have the irony, because we have a brain that can think, we're, we're trying so hard to, and I feel like I'm sounding like a right, right-wing person on this. We're trying so hard to eliminate thousands upon thousands of years of evolution where all the time all we're trying to do is group things together so that we can have an easier time understanding the information and so i know that the retort to that is generally well we're at this point in evolution where we can think maybe we should continue to try yes let's continue to try but just understand took us millions of years to get where we're at right now I don't know if we're going to change all of the problems that we have in the world in one day. But I want to, I, I do want to see change. Like let's fix, let's fix the caste system in India. Like there's so many, there are like tons and tons of problems that I, as, as being raised in a Judeo Christian nation that I, that I was, there are a lot of things that I've already been taught growing up are wrong that, um, other people do not find to be wrong because they were raised in a different way. That's mm-hmm. all that we're experiencing. And I, I just, and I feel stupid like asking for patience because I, I just go back to, I see people being like, you think you're tired. Like I'll never forget when I saw, I'll never forget when I saw that for the first time. You think that you're tired. Think of this, this, and this. Well, I go back to relative suffering. Not everybody has had that hard of a life. Like not everybody. So stop pretending like it has been Every single member of a, a disenfranchised community has been disenfranchised. That is not the case. That is not one. Like, I would love to do a biography on like Stephen Curry's life. And the reason I'd like to do a biography on Stephen Curry's life is I'd love to learn more about all of the problems he had with race with his millionaire dad father. Like his dad, Del Curry, played in the NBA for a long time, made, made decent money, seemed like he did a good job investing, gave his son one of the 
best roads to be able to become an NBA player as well. Same with like Clay Thompson, son of Michael Thompson. They're just like, time out, everybody. I'm sure the thing is like, yeah, maybe they were raised really in a really cushy life. But I feel like no matter what, they could have still experienced, just like any other person could have still experienced like uh, racist racist situations that have caused issues. Like, so this is something else I learned this month is that uh, people can experience trauma because of racist acts towards them. It doesn't have to be huge either. Like, for example... That makes sense. But, like... That makes total sense. It starts at a very young age. When people receive racism towards them, they can experience trauma. Yeah, even if it's small. Um, And the reason why mothers that are black have a higher mortality rate um, when giving birth or for like complications, like all that stuff um, after birth is because they are more likely to have high blood pressure, um, high cholesterol, all these things that are contributed to um, the baby's health, which could be caused by the fact that they've been treated with disrespect or like racism for like a long, like from a very young age. I'm glad you used could be. Because um, I I agree with that. Like with the could be, yeah. So it, but I also contribute- think that you could get you could get high. Like this this is a conservative Alex coming up. You could also have high blood pressure <laughs> and health problems such as obesity. Which once again, this kind of goes like to the systemic part of it that a lot of people are disagreeing with. Like you know, it's easier to you know what like the most cheap food to buy is fast food, and fast food is terrible for you. Um, and so sometimes I think there are these problems in like with with poverty in particular, not necessarily. I keep going back to like, yes, we have a race issue, but I think the biggest problem we have is a is a financial imbalance because, and I've seen this too, and then people just tell them to shut up really quick. Like, there's a lot of poor, just poor, not even poor white people, like poor white people, poor other people of color. Not just white people who, because they're poor, have really, really terrible lives. And trying to figure out how to solve, remedy that, I think is going to be much more helpful too. Which I go back to, keeping take some of my taxes. But no, for whatever reason, people hate black people and poor people equally. And they don't want to give them more taxes. Give the tax breaks to the super rich, uh, <laughs> super rich people. So that they that so that we can't reinvest that money into our communities. Okay, sounds good. I don't know. I don't, I, I, quite honestly, I still don't know how you solve. I don't know how you solve this problem. And I also go back to, I I I want to do what I can to help with it, but the simple fact I haven't quit my job to just take up the cause, which many people have not done. Like, not just myself. People just trying to survive and whatnot. I don't, I don't know if I have a point right there. I'm just, just throwing that out there. If you really care about something, you will dedicate your life to it. I'm not talking to you. Like, I just mean people in general. Mm-hmm. If you really care about a thing, you will dedicate your life 100% to it. We're not seeing, we're not, we're not seeing a whole lot of people do that. I don't know what what could be done to fix it either. I wish that 
I wish that it would have been solved within this month <laughs> just to <laughs> give people, um, I don't know, just because I feel like it's been an issue for hundreds of years. So why can't we fix it <laughs> now? Well, and when you, and I think that's the complicated part too, is like when you say something like fix it, when you say it, do you mean racism? Like, I feel like there's multiple it's. Yeah. Like it's not I just, just racism, like uh, racism is a part of it, but like public schools, funding for public schools. Funding for police is obviously like an issue. Training for police is obviously an issue. General racism in people's hearts. I guess Confederate statues could be included in that kind of somehow. I don't know. Like there's a lot of different like little. I think that maybe like start with police brutality because that's killing people. Like taking someone's life. You can't undo that letting letting well i don't even know how you do this now but stop putting people in jail for marijuana stop i think that's a big one i think that i think marijuana single-handedly if marijuana would have been legal back in the 60s <laughs> I, I think that would have solved a lot of our issues that we're facing right now because then what you have is you have people who go to jail for life for marijuana yeah like talking to privilege if you want to talk about privilege pot smokers in today's age, you guys have privilege because that, that that's a 10 year, you're in jail for 10 years. If you're not, if you're, if you're not white longer, depending on how much you have, that's a, that's a real problem <laughs> that I would love to get fixed really, really quick. Cause it's bullshit. So stupid. Got anything else? I don't know. But like, and then also like at the same time, just like finishing on an optimistic note, like say this every time we are living at the best time ever. Everyone try to be as nice as you can to everybody. Remember that one man's, uh, one man's curse is another man's blessing. So when you see like, and this is what sucks. Like I love laughing. I love joking. I love making fun of things. But like when people are doing the right thing or trying to do the right thing, don't make fun of them so that they will continue to try to do that right thing and try to like improve upon that behavior so that they become a functioning, helpful member of society. I'm thinking of the people making fun of people wearing masks in cars. I'm sure there's other stuff too that I've been seeing, but I've, I've thought that, uh, the, at least the people in my social media feed, if somebody does post something that is in- incorrect or not politically correct, somebody else will, like, in a nice way, correct them. And I think that we should continue to do that. Like, don't belittle them. Don't, I mean, unless they're being blatantly rude and blatantly, like, racist. Like, if they're trying to do the right thing, but they just don't hit it right, just, like, I don't know, do it in a nice way. DM think- them. Don't even, do, don't do it publicly. Yeah. If you want them to change. And if they're willing to. Because if if they're not willing to, then there's no point. Because no matter what, people are going to feel attacked. You could be 100% in the right and every other single person on the planet agrees with you. But that one person will still just entrench. I go back to Pride. It was Pride Month. June was the month where we saw who all the prideful people in the world were. The people who are never going to change their minds. The people are going to continue on as they have with their life for, for forever. They're really going to conserve their personalities. 
And I hope that people have like patience for me and willing and like are willing to help me understand people where I'm. Like, people who know you will have patience. Yeah. And just, I don't know. I'm people not, who don't I'm know not you doing won't. this in the right way, so help me. <laughs> no, it's been. It's been. It, it has made me reflect a lot. Like, it sucks because I'm just like, I'm just not. I've almost become that person. I know that I've said that at the start of this. I'm like, yeah, I just want to have those hard conversations, get them out of the way. I've. I've Got, I've finally learned, not really, it, not on the podcast. I feel like the podcast is where I can be cathartic and get all of my, get all of my bad juices out. That sounds really bad. <laughs> oh, my bad. Alex, where are your hands? But like, it's just not worth it. Like I, I think back just even on like some of the things that I've talked about on the podcast, which is like, nah. If I could have done that again, would I have done it differently? Yes. Do I still think that I was right? Yes. But it didn't help anybody. Like, it didn't make anybody change. It only made people upset and angry. Even though I still think in a lot of the situations I'm thinking about, yeah, I was I was right. And there are things that I look back on and I say I was wrong, but I can, I can publicly correct those ones. Mm-hmm. So we'll see the next time that we have something that we want to talk about. We hope you give it a listen. Don't waste your time commenting. And from the looks of it, nobody ever really spent any time commenting. Do subscribe so that you can always get the new pieces as they come in. That's really all that I have because there's nothing else to say. Keep being better and looking forward to chatting with you next time. Everyone is just okay with attacking like the LGTB. I can I can't I don't know if I can do this. <laughs> um I just got hit with I just got hit pretty hard. <laughs>